Hello, Salt Lake and rest of the world. Godless Revolution, episode three. We're back. We're back. Um, today, we're going to be covering some of the Supreme Court ruling recently happened about uh, sectarian prayers allowed in uh, pub- uh, beginning of public meetings. Yes. Um, I know it's been a big topic. We've There's a ton of different avenues we can take on this. I think all of them would be bullshit, whichever avenue we decide to take. Well, uh, yeah. I, I mean, the, any, any argument in favor of it, for sure. The first thing that hit me about that was that clearly the justices were ruling in favor of personal preference over constitutional law. Um, and I mean, and it was obvious, too, because it was like Justice Alito, Justice yeah. um, Thomas, Justice Sharia, uh, Scalia. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, and, you know, it was all the super conservatives. And, uh, yeah, all of the religious conservatives voted to allow prayer. That's right. Yes. Shocking. Sectarian right? prayer. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but they don't allow it other places, though. When it comes up, usually uh, they're on the losing end, except for when it's at a government meeting is what I kind of find odd, because that right there... Just goes flies in the face of saying respecting establishment of re- uh, religion in the First Amendment, right? Well, and you know, part of the ruling um, said that you know it, it that it would they, that they that they rule Jesus Christ. Let me start over here. <laughs> Who? <What? laughs> so part of the ruling indicated that the way that the reason or you know part of their justification for ruling the way they did was that they didn't want the courts to be adjudicating or interfering with uh, what people choose to do at their town meetings, right? That that they would leave it up to the individual towns and that they didn't want to have to go through line by line and have people submit their prayers mm-hmm. ahead of time mm-hmm. and make sure that they weren't religious or, you know, that right. they didn't favor one religion over any others necessarily or 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 were delivered in such a way that they would be exclusion that they would be exclusionary for other religions. The easiest way around that is to just not fucking allow it. Right. Yeah. Don't have exactly. it in the first place. Then you don't have to worry about any of that. Yeah. It's a virtually impossible law to enforce because like you're saying, you can't read everyone's. You can't see if it's inclusive. You can't possibly go through every town hall's meetings and well, the, I mean, and the other thing that seems obvious that stands out to me too is then because you you end up with a situation where. Um, certain prayers are allowed, certain prayers may not be allowed. How are you going to decide? Does the government step in and say, well, these ones are okay, these ones are not, which is a clear violation of the Establishment Clause because right then the government's endorsing one and not accepting another. So now you're forcing the government to pick sides, and that's the problem. So you just just stay neutral. You don't fucking allow any of them. Well, and the way I read the ruling was, you know, that they they – like I said, wanted to make sure that you know they didn't want to have to go through all of these prayers ahead of time and make sure that they weren't uh, derisive to any other religions or or favored any one specific religion more than the other, and that they wanted to be an equal representation. You know that they wanted to basically mirror the local populace and mm-hmm. whatever else. And that's all bullshit. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if it's mirroring the local populace or not. It shouldn't be allowed in the first place. Right. So. Right. I mean, you're going to end up with minority groups in local pol- uh, populaces anyway. Populi, <laughs> populaces, right. and and then, well, and then and then my more the the broader point that I was kind of touching on there is that you know they say that they didn't want to have to you know have the have the local townships go through the prayers ahead of time and everything because they didn't want to that you know they want to make sure that they're not. Uh, 
being overly dickish in their prayers or saying, you know, my religion is so much better than yours or anything. But at the same time, then, now they've set themselves up to, you know, they've, they've basically opened up themselves for a whole lot more work down the road where other groups will say, you know, I'm not being represented. Yeah. I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. they, they've read, you know, and they'll have to go through and say, well, you know, out of the last hundred prayers that were offered at these town meetings, 90% of them were all Christian related or, yep. or, you know, for a specific sect of Christianity. And, you know, there, and I've done a census throughout our town and I've found that, you know, 11% of the population is not Christian. And yeah. so these aren't representative of the, of the population because 90%, yeah, 90% <laughs> of them were Christian related. And there are at least 11% of us out here who aren't Christian. Right. I mean, that's bullshit. They've, they've basically just opened themselves up for a whole lot more lawsuits. Or, yeah. Or you're going to end up with, you know, we're, we've been completely diverse this whole time we've done it. We've had a Baptist, we've had a Methodist, we've had a Lutheran, mm-hmm. we've had, you know, which are all fucking Protestants. Right, right. You need a Catholic. You need a Jew. You need a Muslim. Yeah, well, and then, or none. Right, right? and then Which how is, do they break that down? Is it going to be okay? Well, we have to do a census and find out how many Protestants we have. Okay, well, you can't just limit it to Protestants. Is it going to be yeah. Lutherans and 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 whoever else? And or is it going to be Catholics? And right. who is the one who's then going to have to adjudicate all of that now? Yep. Well, you're, yep. you've already seen it. We're seeing it happen right now in Florida with the guy that wants to do the satanic prayer. Right, the city council yep. meeting, and I haven't heard anything yet whether or not they're going to allow them to do it or not. But like they're saying with that, if they do not allow them to do it, that just breaks the rule they just passed. Right, it breaks. Well, it discrimination, breaks. Yeah, yeah. It, it it is a clear violation of the the principles that they set to that they set to define in their ruling. Yeah, it was a really terrible ruling. the The really telling thing about the ruling was that even. Even the the justices who ruled one way or the other, either in favor of prayer or 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 uh, rejected the notion, they couldn't agree on why on either side. Mm-hmm. You know, that not everybody would sign on to the majority position. Not everybody would sign on to the minority position. They all, not all, but you know, several justices had to offer their own reasons yeah. for why they voted one way or another because they weren't going to sign on with the majority or minority positions in and of them in and of themselves. Right, and I, 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 I fall on the side of what David Silverman had to say in response to this, uh, which was that there's, there's. I think what we're going to see is this sort of unlikely ally situation with atheists and minority religious groups in this situation. Um, and actually, David Silverman said that uh, it, you know it may raise some eyebrows among some atheists working with religious groups to fight against the ruling, but. That's what we have to do, not only to organize the atheists, but the Satanists, the Scientologists, Muslims, Jews, and Hindus. And we as atheists have the responsibility to urge them and to push them to get back, to get them, sorry, to get them in there to get their prayers, um, either to expose or to eliminate the discrimination, you know, altogether. And I'm, I'm totally on board with that. I mean, even just to prove a point that you have to accept our prayers is not... Uh, like some senators have been saying that this is strictly Christian prayers, is strictly a Christian country. So prayers are only allowed for Christians, Christians. right? Which yeah. is which is what Any we know. Is allowed. We know they're moving toward. That's that's the end goal. You know. Well, we, and then we, how and do they know. determine? How do they determine who's a who's a real Christian? You know, most yeah. Christian denominations don't believe that Mormons are Christians. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, according to this guy who's saying that you know only Christian prayers will be allowed, will that be so excluding Baptist, Mormons? Yeah. Well, and there are, there are even stories of people who um, get so 
strict about that definition that the church on their block is the only Christian church in the, on the planet, you know, or yeah. that the one church on their block that they have been going to for the last decade is too liberal now. And we need to do this in our home because we're the only true Christians. Only I mean, the so Westboro comes, Baptist church are true Christians. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. That's, and that's, and that's the point. So, you know, government neutrality is clearly the best point uh, position to take on that. But so I don't know if you guys noticed that right after that ruling happened, they had a uh, I can't remember what he was right now. A Buddhist gentleman came in to do the opening prayer at a Senate hearing or Senate meeting. Oh yeah, well, and well, that was the video that that started circulating shortly after the yeah. ruling. But and that video was actually taken, I believe, in in 2012. Okay, okay, and there was a. A Christian organization who showed up knowing that this person was going to be delivering a prayer, and you know they had a huge problem with it because he obviously wasn't a Christian. So they all showed up and started heckling him while mm-hmm. he started trying to while he was well, trying to deliver his prayer. Yeah, you can hear yeah. the second person, like the female voice in the background, started doing an actual Christian prayer. Right, and they're hauling the first guy out, over it. Yeah, to yeah. Come in and restore order. Yeah. Yeah, the whole and and that's what's going to happen mm-hmm. time and time again all over the place now because of this ruling where they could have simply done away with any of that and just said no, no prayers are allowed during these meetings. You can do the pledge of allegiance. That's yeah. I mean, if you if you want to pray in your homes in your yeah. car before the meeting, whatever, that's fine. Don't don't have any type of government sanctioning of sectarian prayer. That's, that's ridiculous. I, I don't or, think it would have been a bad idea to say, hey, we'll take a moment of silence before. That's if you want to pray, go for it. But nothing, you know, you're not out loud telling them. If not, if I mean, if you're not on the clock, but I mean, uh, like, I don't even have a problem with 80 percent of the people who are planning on attending the meeting getting together in the parking lot before everything starts to and fucking praying to Jesus or Zeus or whoever they fucking want. But then as soon as you get inside that building, don't expect a public official to be to be presiding over the invocation. Mm -hmm. Right. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah. You're free to do whatever you want on your own time. Yeah. That's that's my thing. Um I do take a little issue I you know um Fred Edwards, the national director of the United Coalition of Reason, um said that it, it, in in response to David Silverman's um talk about cooperating with uh minority religious groups, um said that I think we're about as united as we're going to get. And I don't agree with that at all. I I think I think there's a huge margin uh, for mobilizing non-theist, atheists, humanists, and minority groups um, to overcome yet. I think, I think we've only seen the very first steps of the possibilities of what the minority groups can do. Well, and I, I didn't hear, I didn't, I'm not familiar with what Fred said. So he was saying we're, we're as united as we're going to be like ever or, or, you know, all of these different groups are as united as we're going to be or. Yeah. He, he went on to say there are good reasons why atheists and religion, my religious minorities may not come together. Um, but I, I only have a, I only have a snippet of that. Well, and typically, that, but I, you know, typically that, that line is drawn when, you know, atheists extend their arm to, to, to a, to a theist group and say, we'd like to help you with something. And, the religious group says no. Yeah. We don't want any help from you, dirty atheists. Sure. Okay. Well, but I mean, we see that all the time, right? And and you know, it it may come down to a situation where things get worse before they get better. Um, you know, and when things are good, they can reject us all they want. But when it when push comes to shove, 
and the 80% of the Christians in the country are united for one purpose, mm-hmm. and that is to fucking strip the rights of everybody else and form a theocracy, I think I think we'll see some mobilization. Well, yeah, I mean, even here locally, we've seen the, the LDS church try to align itself with, you know, more conservative, more mainstream Christian right. religions yeah. in 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 seeking, you know, their their religious freedoms that are somehow being denied to them. I don't the, it's they don't seem to understand that religious privilege isn't the same as religious freedom. Correct. Yep. Until you see someone being locked up and thrown in prison for just praying, that's the only thing they did. And you know, that's when you can start saying my religious freedom are being taken away. Well, I, I mean, this goes but, back to the 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 pre um, podcast t- conversation we we're having, you know, we're, I referred to Matt Delahunty where he, you know, he talks about, um, you know, theists are the bullies in the schoolyard mm-hmm. beating someone with a stick. And then, you know, you run out there and take the stick away and they claim oppression, you know, because they don't get to beat you with the stick anymore. You know, this is the kind of attitude they're showing. You're being right a now. bully by not letting me be a bully anymore. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. And, and that's what we're seeing. Um, so, uh, you know, I think, I think, I think we're we're going to see a lot of mobilization. I think we're going to see a lot of, like I said, unlikely allies with um, other minority groups. You know, I think. Well, I, I think it might turn into the school voucher system where they, uh, I think it was two years ago, uh, in the Bible Belt, where the senator had voted in saying you can use public funds for school vouchers. A Muslim school put in for the school vouchers. She said, no, you can't use them. I meant Christian schools. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, wait. So this allows Muslim schools to use these vouchers too? Wait, we don't want to do this. Anymore. Oh, and we no. can't have that. Sorry. Yeah. We're going to cut this. I didn't really think this through. <laughs> yeah. And it, 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 it strikes me as, you know, and I, I'm, I'm not huge on hyperbolic rhetoric, but it just, it does strike me a little bit as, as kind of a, a, an American Taliban type mentality. You know, it, it, you know, it may not be there yet. You know, but I think based on some of the things we're seeing and and the comments we're hearing from some of these these people on this side, it just sounds a lot like. Well, well, yeah, and I mean, we can say that it's not there yet, and I think the key word is yet. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know and have have conversed with several Christians who who hold a a literal or, or a biblical literalism view, where you know, if they could. They would fucking stone people all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would beat unruly children. They would kill children who talk back to them. They would they would murder gays and lesbians in the street yeah. if they were allowed to do so. It's just that because it's not legal to do so, they're not. Yeah. They don't want to end up in prison. But yeah. if they can work toward a day when that is possible, fuck yeah, they'll do that all the time. Well, I think I mean it seems evident to me that that's the that's the outcome. You know, when you you look at moving toward a a theocratic government. When has that ever worked? When has a theocracy yeah. ever been successful in history? For that religion, it's always been successful. For everyone that's not part of that religion, yeah, but even rumbled <laughs> for even, a brief even, period of time. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, we are we are talking about people who pine for the dark ages. Yes, you know, or you know, um, the, anywhere in the Middle East, you know, pick a spot, right? But but you know, and we have. Tons of people, cut like uh, Malala Yousafzai or uh, Maryam Namazi and um, Ayan Hirsi Ali, all those ones that have escaped from the Middle East, how fucking terrible that living in a theocracy is. Salman Rushdie. Yeah. You know, they have to spend the whole rest of their lives in hiding. Looking over their shoulder. Looking over their sh- Yeah. If somebody's going to come out of the dark and try to cut their head off. Right. Exactly. Which I don't know if you saw that video of that Christian in Syria this week. No. Uh, the one – there was an – I know – uh was it the one that got executed? Yeah. Was it the, I'm trying to remember. I saw a picture of a... 
Yeah, they they had him by the hair, and it was you know convert to Islam or die, yeah. and he sort of did, and they cut his head off anyway. Um, you know, but this is what they want for well, the world. The Inquisition. Yeah. <laughs> Right, which is which is exactly what we see in the Middle East now yeah. is is Christi- Christianity six hundred years ago, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, like they like they always say on the atheist experience, you know, they've been dragged kicking and screaming into modernity, so they've they've been somewhat forced to live by um, modern and secular yeah. rules. Well, up until you know, the seventies, it was a modern society over there that weren't under that power, and I mean, it's. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, maybe the 1770s. No, it was. Well, no. Look at, look at uh, Iran, Iran, Iran yeah. in 1970s. People yeah. Were dressing suits. They had movie theaters. They had nice cars. It was all modern stuff. Then, yeah, I mean, it's it's taken a uh, nosedive since then. Mujahideen, but, the uh, Taliban came in during what, yeah. after the Russian invasion. We put them in powder. And then uh, Islamic law took over, and education was took a huge backseat. And now everybody there is suffering for it. Right. Yep. Um. I just want to touch a little bit on this idea about the prayers in public places as being ceremonial, as justice Kennedy said in his, in his uh, decision. Um, It strikes me as odd. I mean, this is the same argument they made for keeping under God in the pledge of allegiance as being ceremonial, which I mean, if you're, if, if what you're really talking about is this sort of ceremonial deism and it doesn't, really matter it doesn't have a an effect on you know it's not christian or then why the fuck keep it in what do you right. care yeah why why, why keep it in the there anyway and they what's try the... to promote it as being this unifying force clearly it's not unifying or there wouldn't have been a fucking court case in the first mm-hmm. place sure right of course yeah um so I, this 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 fallback position it seems like there's this kind of this neutral zone that isn't really touchable by secular people you know, it seems that they always kind of fall to when there's a when there's a case that's really kind of pushing up against the the religion that they want to put into power. Um, all of a sudden, there's this. Well, it's just this sort of ceremonial. You know, but we but we but don't. For those not in that religion it has nothing to do with any ceremonial purpose whatsoever. Well, right, but but like it's, you said, I mean, if it's if it's purely ceremonial and doesn't really matter either way, it's more of a meditative thing. Yeah. Why have it in there in the first place? Well, I, and what else is like that? Do we practice ceremonial women don't get to vote day or ceremonial <laughs> slavery? You know, we don't do any, just because it's historical doesn't mean that, you know, we get to, you know, fall it's back. It's in keeping the, with tradition and is largely just ceremonial that I have black slaves in the backyard. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, so, um, you know, that was that was another big part of the case that I had a major problem with. Um, but. I guess I think bottom line for this is for me, at least is that there's a lot of cases that come up here and there. Um, a, a good case would be the pledge of allegiance. Like we just talked about yeah. um, where there's a lot of criticism about whether or not we actually want to fight this battle. You know, is it worth it? You know, do we want to take, you know, frivolous stuff? And, and I think, there may not be such a thing as a frivolous suit or 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 a fight that's not worth fighting in this case because as you can see here, you know, the pledge of allegiance big fucking deal, right? Except it's for been changed twice. Well, except for when the Supreme Court is going to fall back on that mm-hmm. that same argument in a case where it talks about sectarian prayers in public places. Then all of a sudden that flag issue come becomes a big yeah. deal. Well, if right? fall and back so, on that and say it's a tradition, our uh, 
Pledge of Allegiance had, without the word God in it, is a new thing. It had more time without the words yeah. God in it than it has with it in it. That was, well, I think that was 56, right? Well, in trying yeah. to justify one religious practice with another religious practice is bullshit. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a horrible argument. You can't say, oh, well, we're only doing this because, you know, it's a religious practice that we've always done. So fucking what? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you've always done it or if it's been a tradition or something that has happened for, for X amount of mm-hmm. years. It doesn't fucking matter. If it's against the law, it's against the law. Right. Exactly. Exactly what I, what I was saying with the, with the, the point yeah. about slavery. Yeah. During the you Emancipation know, Proclamation, there are many that senators it, that probably said, no, I want to keep my slaves. It's, I've always had them. It's, it's the way it works. Sure. Yeah, those don't a, want change. Huge argument from tradition there. Um, yeah, actually, right, and so right after this happened, um, Justice Clarence Thomas came out with a couple of statements. I don't know if you guys heard about that, um, but he was sort of casually speaking that each individual states may establish an official state religion and sees no problem with that. Uh, with any with any individual state making Christianity an official official state religion, sees no problem with that. Yeah, how fucking crazy was that? Yeah, yeah I did read that a little bit. That's... I'm trying to remember the name of the term for for that constitutional view, where they don't they don't try to modernize any of the views or intent behind the constitution. They don't try to deal with any advance in technology, oh. any advance in understanding and and scientific reasoning or discovery. It's no they it, it's almost it's almost like a biblical literalism but as applied to the constitution. Yeah. Where so, so no put- this was perfect when it was put in place and can never oh. be changed. Okay. At first I thought you were reaching for dominionism but you're actually talking about something more modern than that. Right. I remember I, I remember you sure. brought it up last week when we weren't on yeah, but, yeah, and I, and I'm trying to remember the name of the your, or the term for yeah. that view, but it's it's something that Clarice Thomas and Scalia both both adhere to that yeah. that you know the Constitution was created perfect and can't can't really be changed or should only be changed through you know dramatic and 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 really wild and and pressing things that have happened, which is totally ironic because both of them voted on the side to totally obliterate the first amendment in this case and say, fuck the constitution. You can pray to Jesus all you want. Let's Jesus up the whole courtroom. Yeah. You know, so, so in that sense, they're being completely inconsistent. Well, it's another case of I'll recognize whatever constitution or part of the constitution I want to recognize. It's like, I'll recognize whatever part of the Bible I want to recognize. Right. Which is exactly how they're used to intellectualizing things. But this goes back to the very first point I was trying to make that they're making decisions based on their personal preference and not on the constitutional law. Right. Well, and they're making it based on the religious privilege that they've held their entire lives. Right. You know, they 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 seem they seem unable to put themselves outside of any religious views that they may have and focus strictly on the letter of the law. Yeah. Yeah. You know, their their religious views color everything that they do. It's impossible for them to separate the two out, which is in my mind, really ironic because there is supposed to be a separation. That's there. their job, right? Which, which, by the way, while we're talking about this, um, all the men's rights activists or or misogynists out there that think that women shouldn't be in positions of power or judgment over any other, you know, go look at the numbers of who voted for what on this particular issue and see who was actually objective on this particular court case. It was all fucking misogynistic men that yeah. voted against this, con- the, and and all the women fell on the right side of this. 
Yeah. Just yeah. an aside. Yeah. Well, and you know, and I, 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 I kind of get tired of this, of this dichotomy of, you know, you have to be an ultra feminist or men's rights activist kind of guy. Sure. And, and I think that, I think that basically just sets both sides up to look for, you know, to look for things that they can be offended by. Yeah. You know, you, you pour through every Facebook post and comment and, and blog entry and news article that you possibly can to try specifically to see any offense that could be given on either side. And I think that's stupid. You know, we all, we all have our opinions. We all have different things that, that are important to us. And I think basically everybody would agree on either side of the issue that women are important. Women, women have a, women have a voice. Women, women should be respected. Women, should you know have have the same the same rights as every man out there it's it really bothers me when i see you know the the ultra feminists out there basically i i saw one one post from somebody a few months ago basically saying that you know any type of penetrative sexual act is rape that's fucking crazy mm-hmm. i never heard of that one before that's yeah Consensual too, or just I mean, oh yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah, hmm. yeah wow. that that kind of stuff kills me. Okay, well, yeah, and so I didn't mean it quite, you know, to that level of extremity. But I, but but I just meant, you know, for I, I know there's a certain group of non-believers that are men's rights activists, mm-hmm. and uh, I just happen to strongly disagree with that movement, and so I just kind of wanted to call them out. Is all I wasn't. You know, necessarily, oh, yeah. that, you know, just I mean, say, hey, take a look at this. You know, if you if you're one of those people that believes they shouldn't be in positions of power, well, guess what? There are all of them yeah. on the right side of this particular issue. So, I mean, I would I would hope that the try, you know community is a little more, uh, you know, like the humanist thing. I was talking earlier, saying that equality for everything. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter your sex. Doesn't matter your race. Whatever. As long as you, I've always my opinion has always been. You can perform the, the task and you can do the job just as well as anybody else. Guess what? Sure. You, you can do it. T- right. t- typically, their views what? their views are based on a confirmation bias fallacy, and so I'm just trying to call that out. Oh, yeah. Just say, hey, look, you know, this – I mean, in I this work case, in a very male-dominated field, so sure. I kind of see, you know, a lot of testosterone goes around as a, as a firefighter, so it's – and I'm kind of on the opposite end of it. I'm like, you guys are all – So after this uh, – after this – came out uh this ruling we were kind of expecting you know some significant movements toward the open door and some maybe some backlash um but i happen to find this particular article by a gentleman named al bedrosian Uh, out of virginia that wasted no time in making a complete ass of himself and uh and trying to push everything that he could through that open gap that the the Supreme Court left. Um, He's an elected official from Virginia, and he made a few comments that I thought, well, he made a lot of comments that I disagreed with strongly. Um, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm debating. I want to read the quotes from this guy. I think, I think he needs a voice. I think, I think we need to do. He's a a breadwinner. Yeah, he he's he's um so uh a group that lost the US Supreme Court case over prayer at public meetings and recent comments by 
Virginia elected official illustrate the risk of allowing such sectarian invocations, which is exactly what we were worried about. Um, what does this guy sound like? I don't know. What, you mean does anybody know? An accent? I, well, I don't know. I, mean, I think we should give him a voice, but I don't know what. <laughs> I believe Christianity is the only religion that matters. In Apparently, Forrest Gump do is that. what he, Forrest Gump. he sounds like. From Virginia. <laughs> he, was from, he was from Georgia or someplace. I don't know. We can go with that. Uh, I, actually, I don't know if I can do that. Where is I'll he from? Virginia. I don't know what that sounds like. They all... I think Virginians have a little bit of an accent. I think they do. I don't know what it is. I'll just a bit of a drawl. I worked with one guy from Virginia. You sounded slow all the time. Slow. Not okay. Anybody right. in Virginia? I'm just saying. I only worked with one guy, and that's the only experience I had with him. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he I'll was just, just slow. Maybe we'll just he go was with just it. <laughs> all right. Um, so he says the freedom of religion doesn't mean that every religion has to be heard, um, and he sits on the Roanoke County Board of Supervisors. If we allow everything, where do you draw the line? Which is exactly what I was wondering, well, right? Because when they open this up, where do you draw the line? That's that, that we talked about you, that. Where do you force you the government can't draw a line? If you draw a line, you're discriminating against that. Whatever right. for that line. Okay, so so moments after this yeah. this came down, we started to see the Christians who had constantly been in power see the exact problem we've been predicting. Well, this guy's coming from the same point of view that a lot of people have been coming out and saying. His point of view is basically, he's not, he's not saying it outright, but he's basically saying this is a Christian nation, so basically his line is drawn after Christianity. Christians get it, you don't. This is where I see him drawing a line. I've heard a right. couple of our senators even say it, going, this, this country's a Christian nation, we weren't, Buddha didn't come here, Islam oh, didn't come yeah, here. Oh, yeah, Moore. This is, Jesus came here, this is a Christian nation. Yeah, that's So Roy Christian Moore. prayer is allowed in this nation. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he, Jesus came here and then made the mistake of allowing immigrants. Yeah, right. <laughs> God, <laughs> what a short-sighted bastard he was. No kidding. Well, he couldn't really be a bad, he had two dads, right? Uh, technically, it's hard he to is be, his own dad. Yeah, well, yeah. Kind of hey, hard uh, to be a bastard. It's like that I Am My Own have. Grandpa song. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard that one or not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm My Own Grandpa. <laughs> yep. So you mean Joseph and God as his two fathers? Is that what you mean? Joseph, Joseph Smith? Oh, no. Not Joseph <laughs> Smith. <laughs> Sorry, you, you threw me there for a second, too. I was like, wait, Joseph no, Smith no. was his dad? What? No, yeah, okay, sorry. Or yeah. is it uh, God and the Holy Ghost are his dad? The Holy Ghost uh, is is not... Is, well, that's why you got the Trinity, but some people believe the Trinity are three separate. Where I'm like, how can you believe they're three well, separate? Well, Mormons believe that too, but the but the Mormons believe that the Holy Ghost has never had a body. He hasn't yet had a body. I always Christ and God the Holy have. Ghost was Jesus after resurrection. Nope. That's why I always thought of it. Well, not according uh, to Mormonism. Yeah, but. well, not more well. I grew up in Catholic country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I for I can't explain the Trinity for the sh- forget it. Nor can I, I, any Catholic that no. I've ever yeah. spoken with. I've heard it going th- different ways where people believe the Trinity is all the same person, or the Trinity is three separate. You got God, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost are three separate entities. Well, it's like water. It could be liquid or gas or ice, <laughs> but not at the same time. Yeah, not not each molecule. I, no. I dated a girl whose family was very very Catholic. Very devout Catholics. I mean, would go every week, sometimes twice a week, and do the whole Catholic calisthenics. And, you know, I, I asked her parents to try to explain the Holy Trinity to me. And this is me at 19, I think. 
and asking wondering, a legit question. yeah, asking a legitimate question, like, please try to explain the Trinity to me because I just don't fucking get it. Yeah, and I think they tried for about an hour and failed miserably. Like they, at the end of the hour, it was just. Well, maybe if you were Catholic, you'd understand. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I'm not, and so I can't. And how do you ever expect that anybody would believe anything like this? It, yeah, it was maybe, a, it was an abysmal failure. Maybe that's why they don't have missionaries. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah, in Wisconsin, I mean, you'd see Trinity Lutheran Church everywhere. So Trinity is a huge part of it, and they can't even yeah tell you. It's in the name, and they don't even know what it means. <laughs> so this guy goes on to say, um, after the high court ruling five to four, that legislative prayer did not violate the constitutional prohibition on government establishment of religion that he would not vote to have to allow non-christians to to deliver any invocations so he would not vote to allow any non-christians correct okay that sounds like a government endorsement of one yes, specific sure religion does yes sure does and then he goes on i think america pretty much from founding fathers on uh I think we have to say more or less that we're a Christian nation uh, with a Christian ideology. You sound like Elvis with a sandwich in his mouth. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm not a voice guy. I just, I just, this guy sounds like such an idiot. I had to do something for him. Um, so if if we're a Christian nation, then um, then I would say that we need to move move toward our Christian heritage. He says. So my my first question when I read that was. How is this guy an elected official without have a have he's never read anything obviously I mean other than the Bible well and so so I watched this this great interview with uh, Lucian Greaves, not the one that we watched earlier okay. with, on on mm-hmm. uh, the show we, we watched prior to the podcast um, but it was Lucian Greaves uh, basically in kind of a little in it, it ended up being a, a mini debate with with this uh, state representative, and I apologize, I can't remember the state that this representative was supposed to represent, but, you know, he made several statements that indicated that, you know, he, he believed that Christians were right and they should have preference over everything. And Lucian Greaves said, you know, basically that you're an elected, you're an elected public representative. Mm-hmm. You are elected to represent all of the public, mm-hmm. not a specific section of the public. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand that basic part of public service, you have no business doing so. Right. And that's 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 exactly well, right. That's what you hear Ted Cruz saying all the time. My uh-huh. constituents voted for me to appeal Obamacare, to appeal this, to get rid of this. Like, no. You had some people that voted for you that were on your side for that. But guess what? You have a whole nother demographic there right. that yeah. wants it. Except you, he you doesn't were, sound like he's from Wisconsin. No, I, I, sorry, I did throw that. Yeah. I was trying to think in my head of how to do a good Ted Cruz impersonation, but I couldn't think of how to do a Puerto Rican Canadian accent. No, just think, just think, Jailhouse Rock, pastrami on rye, and put it together. <laughs> Ted Cruz, that guy's a ball of fucking crazy. I was just thinking because that news article I brought up here, he is sitting with that other nice Nebraska senator. Hey. So you know, he's, yeah, he's going to be a winner. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz, that it really bothers me that that guy is in office. Well, he and he was one of those guys where like. Before he came up, the Tea Party didn't have enough candidates that were far enough right. Oh, he's and so he came up, and they were like, "Fuck yeah, this guy!" Off the table, you know. Yeah, I don't understand how how that much crazy could have been voted yeah. into office. And he's a, his dad's uh, even uh, worse. 
He's it was part of the birther movement. Yeah, and he's from Canada. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> I think he's probably still part of the birther movement. Yeah, he's from Canada, and his father's from uh, uh, Cuba. So neither him or his father were ever born in the United States. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, his, well... Yet he wants to run for president saying he's a nationalized citizen. And I was going to say, believe it or not, his father's even more crazy than Ted Cruz. But oh, yeah, I think, he I think he, he's at least at more open. Base. Yeah, I was going to say, probably at his base, Ted Cruz is just as fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, but Ted Cruz is, wants to be president someday, so he's holding he, back on Yeah, he, he seems crazy. to have some bit of filter on the amount of crazy he allows to escape which, his Which mouth. just means he's a little smarter, which is maybe even more scary. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just smart enough to get himself elected to public office. Mm-hmm. He's just got that person with that earbud in his ear saying, Ted, don't, don't say it. <laughs> don't, don't go there. Don't do it, Ted. I don't know. I'm a civilian. You guys are military. You know more than I do about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was never military. No, okay. I, so what you, I, I've worked for affiliated. Uncle Sam. Yeah. Um, but this guy goes on to describe freedom of religion as a hoax and claimed the global warming crowd worships the environment as God. That's And the abortionists um, has the death of the unborn babies as their God, and homosexuals have sexual freedom as their God. What is wrong with sexual freedom? I don't know. Um that I mean, it has the word freedom right in, in it. it, and so does and freedom. Always for freedom, <laughs> and so does freedom of religion. Yes, I have the word freedom right in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and in order to have freedom of religion, you have to also have freedom from religion. Yes. Right. So if you if you want to be perfectly free in your religious views, you have to be able to be free to reject other people's mm-hmm. religious views also. Even sure. if you're religious yourself, it doesn't. Yeah. You don't even have to be non-religious. Even if you are of any faith at all, you still have to have the freedom to reject other people's religious yeah, views. Yeah, you have to. Yep. I think you have to be willing to take the criticism of it. I mean, I'll take any. Well, I don't know how you. Well, people criticize atheists all the time, but it's not on our beliefs. Or was saying we have our lack of beliefs. But I think if people knew more about how atheists go about, I guess, analyzing a situation or thinking about the environment around them, they realize it's. Might be more common than what you think, but there's no God involved in it. It's... Well, yeah, I mean that kind of comes down to how do you determine truth? You know, how do you how do you determine what is what is true and correct? And what real? I was raised with, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whatever my parents believed. <laughs> yeah, see, he tried it. Yeah, and, and <laughs> why is it that whenever we 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 think someone is stupid, we automatically <laughs> jump into a southern go draw? with that southern draw? Because hey, we're not the only ones that do that. Do you think people movie in the, Hollywood does it? Come on. Do you think people in the south are like? And one time I was talking to this dumb motherfucker, and he was like, "Well, you know, actually, <laughs> <laughs> they start talking like a Yankee." It would be quite. That'd be a good like Saturday Night Live skit. That actually would be. <laughs> Some like some like Catholic guy from Brooklyn, uh, and then like some. If I southern... were to raise a counterpoint to your objections, <laughs> <laughs> this then guy I was, was such a dumbass. He dumb said, ass. Like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's freaking funny, dude." I don't know. I've never thought of that. I think, I think, I don't know. I don't know if it's just been. This guy actually well, is from Virginia, which is why I'm doing the Elvis in the middle of a sandwich accent. Yeah, but. <laughs> Which is probably totally accurate for all of our Virginia fans that are pissed off right now. I have no idea. I really don't. So, sorry. We've had a few beers. (laughs) What? What are you talking about? (laughs) No, we've had nothing to drink. (laughs) No, but on on that last point he was making in there saying that the only one I would take extreme offense to is the one we were talking about abortion. Sure. I mean, the first two saying, I mean, I I don't like the way he words it. 
but saying an environment, an environmentalist or the uh, global warming global, people. Yeah, global yeah, environment. The environment. I think so- you should worry more about the environment. It's the only one we got, and God's not going to come fix it for yeah, you. Yeah, but they don't think that. No, they don't, which I think is... Yeah, I, I think that. In fact, it's been said by government officials that it's impossible that the ice caps are going to melt and flood the earth because God has already promised after Noah he won't kill yeah, the earth by flooding is, it well, again. Well, so we it, don't have to worry about that. Well, not only that, but that it's impossible. Wisconsin, I think it was. But oh. that it's impossible oh, that God would allow humans to fuck up our planet. Yeah, like sure. he would he would stop that shit from happening. Yeah, which, like he's done so many times before. Yeah. yeah, he would step in and somehow freeze the polar ice caps again. Yeah. You know, they they have this view that either God won't allow that to happen or that if it does happen, it's just a sure sign of the apocalypse and that he'll be returning mm-hmm. anytime. They don't yeah. give a fuck about the environment no, really because it doesn't matter to them. That either either Jesus will fix it or it won't be fixed, and yeah. that means Jesus is coming back. Hallelujah. Well, when you live for eternity, who cares, right? I know a lot of people t- do the talking point saying, well, it's going to happen anyways. Well, yeah, we, it, there, there are cycles that this planet goes through, but the fact that this cycle is coming way earlier than any other cycle has come before, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a predictable, there's not, well, a slightly predictable pattern on how these cycles work. The, and know, that we shouldn't do anything to try to slow or stop it. It's just. No, but right now, now we're. It. Let's We're start speeding burning it the fuck everything up. we can. You know? yeah. And that's the other thing, too. I've, I've heard a bunch of conservative assholes say things like, Earth Day? Well, I'm going to go and start up my Earth Destroyer 5000 and my, let it run all day long and turn on every truck. light in the house. and Yeah. Stupid shit like that. Just to be, yeah. But this guy continues. Um, he has actually been quoted as saying... <clears throat> <laughs> The real battle is keeping the name of Jesus as Lord. The name Jesus is what makes us a Christian people and a Christian nation. This is why we must continue our heritage. I don't know why I turned into Reverend Lovejoy. (laughs) Everybody knows. (laughs) And then he goes on to say, our heritage is a Christian nation and remove all other gods. Well, that's because that's what Christianity says. There's sure, no God before. Sure, but before. but he's already objected to this. Oh yeah, to the to the sectarian issue, right? That's why he brought this up they, in the they, first place. He, he, you know, they think that this is a win for them to have strictly Christian prayer. I mean, they, you've even heard him come out and say this. Basically, yeah, basically yeah. what he's saying right here is we won the battle. We are allowed as Christians to pray however we want in in public meetings for uh, as a government official, but. That's exactly what this They're is. They're denying the freedom of religion for everyone else to have the same. And that's how I took to it pray. too. This guy's totally peaco- he's peacocking right now about this. Vi- he's peacristing about his victory <laughs> right now. But you There's- know, the second that these same Supreme Court justices allow gay marriage throughout the entire United States, they're going to be activist judges. Peacristing is that like piss Christ? <laughs> it sounds horrible, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. Is that if you have like? Never mind. I was gonna say if you have holes down there, is this coming out? You know, <laughs> we're making people have weird images floating through their heads right now. I'm sure to this driving down their car. <clears throat> or driving um, so this is a guy who intends to do um while he's in this position as county supervisor somewhere in Virginia, where he sounds like Elvis. Eating a sandwich with Reverend Lovejoy. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a bad and, kind of Elvis. <laughs> um, oh, thank you very much. There we go. <laughs> saying, 
saying he would reject any request by any non-Christian adherent to deliver a religious or secular invocation. Um, so a secular country is not allowed to do a secular invocation. Well, but he's already he's already gone he's already gone, gone saying to the, that it it is a Christian nation yeah. because he's never read a fucking book. But the, the I mean, but the fact is, the country was founded by guys who some of whom were Christians, some were deists, yeah. and some were atheists. But every single time it was proposed to put Jesus anywhere in there, they said they voted it oh, out. No. Yeah, even the Christians, right? And of yeah. course, this guy's never read the Treaty of Tripoli. And but the fact is, Jesus is not anywhere in the Constitution. No. Nowhere. Which means it's not a fucking Christian. The Vatican is a Christian nation. Yeah. Well, it's a Christian state. Sure. It's a Christian nation. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's a nation unto itself. Yeah. Unless you're Baptist and then the Catholics aren't really Christians anyway. But but I'm just saying, that's, you know, mm-hmm. if you want a theocracy, take your fucking Mr. Rogers sweater vest and your 50 point IQ and move to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I feel bad. I, I like Mister Rogers. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. But I, the, the, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. he just he dresses like him. That's all. Mister Rogers was a Christian, but he never invoked any religious thing whatsoever in any of his programs. Yet kids learned a ton from him. Yeah, but sweet and, I, and gentle old. Fellow I know he, was. he wasn't actually a sniper in Vietnam. He didn't kill tons of people. <laughs> no, but I, sleeve tattoos. But I know he was a on, he was but, a Christian because he yeah. was at least yeah. at least accused of being a child molester. But he's a good example of a. <laughs> So he's, he's <laughs> <laughs> but as far as a as far as a person that I would say that would go as far as to be someone in the public who is a very was a, a very much in the into the Christian religion, not having to spout his personal beliefs on the show, but was very educational and taught, sure. taught not children using, yeah. good lessons as yeah, sure, not using not it. Use God as a reason. Yeah, not for using it. his show as a platform yes. to promote right. his personal religious beliefs. Sure, sure. And again, I you know I didn't mean that as any kind of a personal dig to Mister Rogers. I was just well, he's, I was yeah. making fun of this guy. Yeah, uh, and as far as the uh, United States being a Christian nation, I know we talked about it in the very first show, and I think the next show it's going to just keep I'll, coming up. Well, I'll, I'll I, 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 next show is going to be it. I'm going to come in with the Iroquois Confederation and explain <laughs> to you exactly how the United States was not founded on Judeo-Christian beliefs, and the word creator did not come from the Bible, and they right, do not right. mean a creator as in Jesus. It, so, well, I, it, it, I think you've threatened to do that before. I, I did. <laughs> this threat is, is... I mean it this time. It might happen. <laughs> aside, aside from the first Americans argument, there's, it's still a pretty difficult case to make based on just the Constitution. Yeah. I mean, you know... Uh, even if even if every one of those guys was a confessing Christian of some kind or another, it would still be difficult based on the documents they left. And if they wanted it to be, in fact, a Christian nation, they would have used that. They would have used the the Constitution as a platform to launch yes. that. They idea. would have Jesus that shit up, uh, right? But they, yeah, they didn't. Religion is only mentioned twice in the Constitution. The first amendment where it says keep it out yeah, of the government. Uh, yeah. Government shall make no uh, law respecting the establishment of religion or the free exercise thereof. And I'm trying to think what I'm, I wanted to say 13th amendment, but I know I'm going to be wrong on it where it says no religious test shall be needed to uh, hold office. Right. Which some States have actually gone over that and said, no, you must hold, have or take yeah. a religious test. And, and, hold and, office and those are high Texas. All, yeah. <laughs> and Arkansas. But those, are, those have been, um, 
review. Some still have it. They they have them on the books, but they've they they're they blue lines. Yeah, they yeah. can't actually legally hold you to that anymore. But they're still there. They just haven't been removed. Well, they should be removed because you're not allowed to have yeah. laws that supersede the right. But go against. I know there's a whole thing. I, you can you can get all this information from the atheist community of Austin ACA. They have a whole thing about that situation. It's actually kind of a non-factor really but there there are some states that still, still have the yeah, they're it's on the books little... but, um so when this guy was asked about religious or secular relig- non-christian religious or secular prayers um as given his position on the board he said that i would say no <laughs> <laughs> It turned into Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I yeah, I don't, I'm, try, I'm trying to. I'm trying, okay, I don't care. I'm start singing it. about rainbows. Hi <laughs> <laughs> ho, Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> that does not infringe on our freedom of religion. <laughs> and then, and then he goes on to say that the truth is that you're trying to infringe on my right because I don't believe that. Um, no, that that's the exact point that we've been trying yeah. to make about the first amendment and why this case should not be. That's basically him saying my religious freedom trumps your freedom. Well, of course. And we already knew that, which is why the government needs Mm -hmm. to stay the fuck out of all of it, which because we, we knew this was what was going to happen. Right. And if, and if it was Syria or Pakistan or any of those, then it would be Islam. That would be saying any non Muslim prayer infringes on my right because I don't believe that. Like, I, like talking about that, kind of, you know, like in Egypt this past year when all the Christians were being murdered, the whole Christian community is up in arms like, how oh, dare they kill Christians? I'm like, this is an Islamic country. The Islamic Brotherhood is in yeah. control of the country. It is a theocracy. This is what happens when a theocracy comes into yeah. power, and they're not in favor of your religion. They kill you. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it, you've, you've got to have... You've got to have a situation where all of the groups can have some kind of a voice. Oh, you know, yeah. that, that, that keeps some kind of a balance that at least the people in power have to at least recognize, hey, there's all these this multitude of different opinions and groups out there that, I, you know, we've got to try to try to figure out a balance to keep everyone happy. And that, you know, does a pretty good job in an imperfect world of kind of trying to keep, you know. Uh, I, mean, I, I got no problem with them having a voice now as far as that voice being allowed to, to sway policy. Like the whole gay marriage issue or abor- well, abortion issue. A voice is totally different that's, than having power, than having total power. What's what? The, that's, I mean, when you when you tip the scales that heavily, you know, then it's a theocracy. That's well, what you know, like we've been talking, and that's yeah, that's never it's worked. Kind of like I think in Utah here, you get a lot when the Mormon Church speaks up and says, "Well, this is our views on this," which is basically their way of saying, "All you Mormons in this state, this is how you're going to vote on right. this." Yeah. Why? Why does the church? have any kind of platform to say this is our view on this and why, a, and why would anybody give a fuck yeah why would anybody in the government give a fuck what the lds church has to say about public policy i mean i it's especially as a 501c organization which is not supposed to get involved in politics right and they still don't have to i know i know i you talked about it before not on this but you know you got to file separate paperwork for your 501c that religious groups have don't have to do it. They don't have to show any money coming in. Nothing. They don't have to be scrutinized for anything. Uh, yet they're going against the very laws that a 501c has to follow as far as being as uh, politically active. Right. Yeah, and they, and they do whatever they can to skirt that law and to tiptoe right up to that line 
And I think a lot of the time they cross it. Oh, yeah. But here in Utah, there's nobody, or well, I wouldn't say there's nobody, because we try to be that voice, to say, no, you've gone too fucking far. Yeah. You cannot, as a religious institution, do the things that you're doing or, the, or something shitty that you've just done. You cannot do that. But they and, do it. They still do it all the time with, with liquor laws or uh, this past winter, especially when... Uh, uh, all the rallies were going on at the state capitol with the uh, uh, gay marriage was legalized for this, what, 13 days? Yeah, well, and it's not even, I think it was 17 was days. Was it 17 days? I think it was 17. I was right, right um, around two weeks. But, and, and it's not even the, the LDS church as an institution only who does shit like that. It's, it's Mormon adherents. Mm-hmm. You know, you have, you have LDS people who have lived their lives here in Utah with this with this tremendous power and this seat of privilege that they yeah. don't ever stop for a second to think that some of the things they're doing are just wrong. And we see that with the the Jordan School District and Westdale yeah. Elementary wanting to wanting to take fourth grade students to the LDS Church History Museum. Right. And even the stuff they said they were going to teach while at that church history museum didn't exist at that museum. Right. Yeah, I mean the chur- it's it's a church history museum. Yeah. It's it's talking about the LDS Church history. It's not talking about LDS Church history as it relates to Utah history. It's it's all about the yeah. LDS Church. Well, history. it's a great example of like confirmation bias. You're everyone here is confirming your beliefs, so it right. must be doing something right. Well, that and, and uh, that's back to what I was talking about, where they're they're just not challenged, yeah. you know, and you know. So I think I think they just grow up in a situation where they're so used to everyone agreeing with basically everything they say that they don't, they don't have a really good defense or a really good position for why they actually believe what they believe. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And like I said, they've, they've had this position of privilege that has gone unchecked for so long that they have no concept. I mean, it's, 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 and, and I'm sure a lot of it isn't even done maliciously or with bad intent or with specific intent to proselytize necessarily. It's just that they have no no concept at all that what they're doing is wrong because they're they're steeped in it. It's it's it would be like trying to teach somebody a foreign language who had no idea that there was such a thing as a foreign. There was language. another country, right? Yeah, yeah. They have no concept of it. Which, by the way, talking about other countries, if we have anybody around the world that's listening to this, please send us an email at godlessrevolution um, at gmail dot com and give us a story so we can practice some non-american accent because i (laughs) (laughs) well well, and then going back to the lds church history museum i mean if you go online to the lds church history museum which is history.lds.org you can look at their list of current exhibits the current exhibits that they have listed they have seven of them on their website right now one of them is practicing charity everyday daughters of god another one is portraits of childhood behold your little ones I don't know what that has to do with Utah history. Third one is A Good Turn Daily, 100 Years of Scouting and the Aaronic Priesthood, which is uh, uh, LDS belief of, yeah. of holding a certain type of priesthood. It's also a Jewish belief, but but, yeah. Yeah, it's, but the, either way, it's totally religious. Right. Yeah. The, the fourth one they have listed is Presidents of the Church. The fifth one is A Book of Mormon Fiesta, a Latin American <laughs> celebration. The... Fifth one is No Greater Love Church History Museum with a picture of Jesus. No Greater Love. 
Sounds like a hit song. And Unless the last, you're a Muslim. And the last exhibit they have listed on their website is A Covenant Restored, speaking specifically about the Book of Mormon and the LDS Church. Joseph Smith. Now, these None are, of that has any anything, no, no. not one fucking thing to do with Utah history. No. And these teachers thought that that would be fine to take students to this church history museum. And to say that's not proselytizing when they're interactive exhibits, you can go in there, and I know you, I, 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 I was fairly certain you can put the headphones on, so these kids, even if they can't read it, they can listen to all these exhibits through headphones telling them exactly what this is. Right, and they have they have videos playing, they yep. have plaques all over the wall, they have, they have they religious it, iconography and paintings. I mean, it is a religious museum. And it looks like a lot of it, from the pictures I saw, a lot of them, it makes so kids would enjoy it. It's made for basically proselytizing young kids and teenagers. Well, sure. It's kind of like yeah, the Creation Museum. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's make it a fan, a fun family event. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's been a well-known practice for centuries. Yeah. But I'm saying you yeah. go to like a, a Roman castle where they're doing all that some religious stuff on, like kids might be scared to death of that. Well, but sure. as an adult, you're like, oh, I can appreciate this. Well, this yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously they don't. You know, it's they don't. They intentionally try not to teach you about the Inquisition no, and no. the Crusades. Well, you know, and when and we talk about the Noachian Flood, we'll be sure to steer clear of any pictures or, or mention of, you know, the the babies, children, baby, and toddlers yeah. who are all drowned en masse. We'll just talk about the cute little animals who went on the boat. And right. Two by two. Yeah, d- drowning at best, <laughs> if not just, you know, dashed against the rocks, which is another biblical teaching. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It... it so, I sent an email last week to, and I think I mentioned this in the podcast yeah. last week, but I sent an email to oh, the yeah. principal of Westvale Inter- Elementary, the, all of the fourth grade teachers, uh, and every member of the Board of Education for the Jordan School District. And up until today, I had received only one very, very unhelpful reply to my email, and... I was growing very disheartened mm. and was planning on penning a another email expressing my disappointment with the lack of communication and the the terrible unprofessional replies that I have seen received from other er, that I've seen received by other members of Atheists of Utah and that I received um when to my delight I received an email response from uh, Terry Terry Timpson, who apparently is, she says that she supervises the schools in the West Jordan feeder system and works directly with Westvale Elementary. And apparently Superintendent Johnson of the Jordan School District asked her to respond to my email and let me know that she's totally willing to meet with me. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Right. Yep. Um, so I set up a meeting, uh, myself and Sarah Davidson, who's currently serving as atheists of Utah's vice president. will be meeting with Ms. Timpson on the 29th. And I, I really hope that it will be a productive meeting where, you know, we can, we can, express our differing opinions and hopefully 
I can, you know, Sarah and I can get her to see why this was such a horrible idea because I don't want to have to rehash this year in and year out. Sure. I mean, this is something that obviously has happened in the past and and from all accounts of of what the, you know, and and by all accounts of the responses that we've received so far, it's something that they would probably try to do again in the yeah. future. I don't want to have to go through this again year after year. I'm hoping that we can get them to see, you know, this was a terrible idea. Please don't ever do it again. Yeah. Because it's just going to cause, you know, more and more rifts and, and people are going to get more and more angry about it. And like we've already mentioned, Utah has some really good museums that these kids could go to to learn Utah history in it. Oh, yeah. That are... Uh, there are a ton of locations. And, and even if it's not a history or even if it's not a museum, even if it's just a, a historical location. Yeah. You know, if they went to Promontory Point mm-hmm. or This is the Place Park, you know, any anything like that would be would be fine. I mean, those those aren't religious institutions. Yeah. And it's educational still. And Right. I, I don't think anybody in the community would have a problem with those kind of events going on. Right. And so. I, th- I think it sets a good precedent, too, especially if we're going to be growing, you know, more significantly down into Utah County and stuff where I don't know for sure, but I have a high suspicion that this kind of thing is pretty much standard practice for schools there, you know, where Salt Lake is kind of the political hub for the state that you know if there's already a situation where it's been taken care of that maybe it'll be a little easier to say hey we've already dealt with this so knock it off right yeah and and the thing that killed me um about a lot of the responses that i saw from people within the school district initially was that you know they they seemed to have this view that what they were doing was fine and that they didn't want to talk to anybody who didn't have children in the school which is bullshit yeah I mean, a lot of the parents who came to us and said, hey, this is a problem. I, I, you know, I have a huge problem with this, but I don't know what to do because yeah. I don't want to be the, the, the lone wolf voice of dissent right. in all of this who then is going to have their fourth grade child right. ostracized and bullied in school because of something that I have a personal objection to. Yep. Mm-hmm. And these, these school administrators up until today, I thought, you know, had absolutely no sense of that. They they didn't seem to understand, or maybe they did understand, and we're just using that as an excuse to not have to deal with it. Well, you know, if you don't have a kid here, then I'm not even going to talk yeah. to you, which is bullshit on its face anyway, because that school, whether I have a child in that district or not, receives state funds that mm-hmm. I pay taxes, taxes for. Taxes on, yep. And I should have a voice in what goes on there. It doesn't matter if I have a kid there or not. Uh-huh. So anyway, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to the meeting on the 29th. I, I hope it'll be productive. And it doesn't matter if you have a kid anywhere, right? In yeah. any school district. Yeah, whether yeah, I had a kid or not, I'm yeah. still paying taxes to send other people's sure. kids to school. It's actually yeah. those of us that don't have kids that pay more into those taxes than those that do have the kids. That's actually right. that's true. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I have another lovely tidbit here, and I spent the better part of the day deciding which of these ad hominem attacks I wanted to use in the introduction. <laughs> and I think I'm going to go with this. Midwest soccer mom and part-time Sarah Palin impersonator, oh. Michelle Bachman. I, my other, my other oh, option was... Oh, I'm going to puke. <laughs> J.C. Penny mannequin impersonator. I wasn't sure which one, but I think I like the Sarah Palin one better. She does kind of look plasticky in the face. She definitely. You know, honestly, I, I have a hard time saying that, you know, that Sarah Palin is better than Michelle the one Bachman. she's trying to be. I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, Michelle Bachman to me, man, maybe it's just, you know, the volume of, of the, 
ass hattery things that I've heard her say. <laughs> but she seems to be an endless font of stupid shit. <laughs> okay. And so Not that Sarah Palin. I was gonna say, but... so Sarah Palin is what to you then? Because I, mean, I, I wouldn't even consider Sarah Palin a politician. She never even served a full she never served one full term in office yeah. as Alaska uh senator. Or not er, senator governor. Fair enough, but she spent more time walking down runways as a swimsuit model or beauty pageant. Uh, sure, but my 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 which is my fine. thought process you can be a beauty was pageant queen if you want. That's fine. They're both kind of middle aged non um, tea party members. Not yeah, they're non- tea, tea partiers. Not 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 pseudo intellectual. Um, sort of over the hill ex beauty pageant. Repeating the same lines over and over. Pretentious Midwest accent. I think saying even kind of pseudo intellectual is stretching it. Okay. Well, I mean, well, <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. Granted, they probably don't know what pseudo means. That is Latin, right? So, <laughs> is that the stuff that they use to make math? I think it's sugar. Pseudo. <laughs> See pseudo. now, so now you guys want to use accents. Pseudo. Pseudo. Free drum? And make fun of my freaking Elvis Gumby accent or whatever I was doing. But <laughs> fine. Okay. Um so she, uh Michelle Bachman, um, had a statement that tied women's a new women's museum. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah to eugenics and the elimination, quote, of blacks. Yeah. What? Oh yeah, this was how yeah. do you draw that line? This it, She's a tea partier. Oh, I look forward to hearing about this. This is great. Uh, During a House debate on whether or not Congress should appoint a commission to study how to move forward with building the National Women's History Museum, which, by the way, I think is a great idea. Yeah. Bachman stood up and urged her colleagues to vote against the measure. Why, you might ask. I'll tell you. And I have asked. (laughs) She said, quote, I rise today in opposition to this bill because I believe ultimately this museum that will be built on national mall on the national mall and on federal land yep. will enshrine the radical feminist movement that stands against the pro-life movement, the pro-family movement, and the pro-traditional mar- marriage movement. She announced. I didn't know the feminist movement was a huge part of the okay. rights movement. So my very very first. When I first read this, my very first objection was she mentioned the fact that it's going to be built on federal land and yes. had a and had an and had oppo- and was it in goes opposition against to her religious views. Why? Because she's paying taxes. She doesn't want she doesn't support no. her views. She doesn't want it to. I'm just saying these are all the kinds it's, of same uh, issues that we have against the religious right that now she's starting to understand. Well, man, you see. This is a secular museum. Yeah, straighten me out. It right. ain't got no Christianity in it. <laughs> so therefore, this museum cannot be put on no federal land. Yeah. It ain't got no Christian in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that the vast majority of the women who would be honored in this museum were religious. So Michelle yeah. Bachman is fucking stupid. Well, there was, there was one, I know there was one uh, female that she was objecting to, yes. which had to do a lot with uh, uh, the abortion side of it and I don't think she had anything to do with the gay rights issue or uh, much of the other I know she had to do some you have it right there in front of you so go ahead and read it sure, these yeah. radical women who want to vote and be treated as equals yeah which I think is really odd but sit at the front of so the bus she goes on to say that not even an exhibit featuring her own family mm. 
would be enough to overcome the bias toward women who embrace liberal ideology and radical feminism. To overcome the bias. So she would be okay with having her family in there, but she won't allow that because it wouldn't overcome whatever no. bias, the, whatever amount of bias I don't think she, believes she feels the may be represented otherwise. <laughs> and she's also limited herself because as I was reading this, it's a bias toward women who would embrace liberal ideology and radical, fem- which I think all three of us in this room would embrace liberal ideology yeah. and radical feminism. Yeah, I'm so, all for but, women having but we're not roles, we're not women, so pay. we should go yeah. we should go set that up, and then yeah, she radical, should have no problem with it. Radical feminism, as defined by Michelle Bachman, right? Sure. As, as defined, <laughs> yeah, as defined by the Tea Party, <laughs> those uppity women. Yeah, well, and and you'll see exactly what she means by that. Um, uh, this reminds me of something I heard earlier today. I'm trying to think. You know, it's it's kind of one of those. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where. Um, maybe I feel a little bit like, yeah, I do feel a little condescending when I say this. Um, I'm a straight white man in America and my position is I don't get to tell people that they don't have the right to be where, when I've started 900 fucking yards ahead of them on the starting line for centuries and they're starting to catch up to me. I don't get to turn around and like beat their ass back down. Like you fuckers, you don't get to catch up, you know, like until we're all starting at the same place, you know, then we can start talking about, you know, but, but that, that hasn't happened yet. That still hasn't happened. And so, um, maybe I'm a radical feminist in that, you know, and, and, uh, well, equal rights. Well, and it, and it's just, it that, just you know, not only, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, beating people back or whatever. But that's not even where Bachman is at. I mean, she's talking well, that's about true just too. being just just being equal at all. Yeah, you know, not the. You know, I, I hear conservatives all the time talk about personal freedom. They want limited government. They mm-hmm. want you know all, they want government out of things unless it's something that you know runs counter to their religious beliefs. Yes, then you know they get to tell people who they can be in love with, who they can have sexual sure. relations right. with, who they can have sexual relations with. Who you know what they can do with their own bodies, what they can ingest, where they can go, how they can think, all of that shit. But they want limited government, yeah, right. which is bullshit. They right. want they, they want, want they, limited government, but they want to be entirely in your life, right? Yeah, they want they want government small enough to fit in a woman's vagina, right? Correct. <laughs> yeah, Michelle Bachman's is probably pretty tight, so it's a really small government. <laughs> uh, so I don't think anybody's going to go there anytime <laughs> soon. Now no, I'm picturing the show Bachman's vagina. <laughs> I'm, I apologize if you're listening to this right now and you're in my mind. Michelle it looks Bachman's vagina in right my now, mind. I it looks like an like looks. It looks like an old like plastic coin purse. You remember those? Mm-hmm. My grandparents used to each have one of those. The old the old plastic things that if you <clears throat> squeezed it, it would open yeah. up. I remember that, but I refuse. <laughs> I'm st- I'm, I and, am, and hers you know would what? just be a much more wrinkly version. You have of that. just settled this for me. I am, con- I am gonna forever now can picture this as J C Penny mannequin. I'm, I'm just thinking of like a little like leprechaun popping on, going. <laughs> so I, so so I do one stu- I put myself out there and do one stupid ass. And re- yeah, actually, you know what? I'm gonna go back. Howdy, what was it? <laughs> I'm gonna go back and. 
Mr. Hanky yeah. makes an appearance. <laughs> oh, we lost this. <laughs> I'm going to go back and listen to this. Okay. And my accent is, for whatever his uh, name was, is going to be like shifting every new <laughs> quote that I, and you guys are going to be making fun of me. And the whole rest of this is going to be, and <laughs> coin purses and shit. And I'm going to get to have the last laugh. <laughs> um, so the other day I ran into a, a friend of mine that I've known for forever since I was in elementary school. Haven't seen him for like 10 years, probably. Um, and we just ran into each other at a sushi place and then set up a, like a little coffee chat type, a little play you know, for, yeah. Um, so we got together when we were hanging out and stuff. Turns out, um, he doesn't really know what he thinks about God or whatever. Um, but every, all of our other views were completely in line. Yeah. You know, he's, he's pro LGBT. He's, he's a feminist and all this kind of stuff. Um, but he's just, he's just not that into the scene. That's just how he feels, you know? And so when I mentioned to him that there was a men's rights movement, he fucking laughed out loud <laughs> to bring yeah. this back a little. Like that is, and, uh, and this is, this is, you know, a 33 year old white male, yeah, you know, straight male. And, and just, just as ridiculous as we think, you know, but he, it never, never knowing about it thought, what the, f-, you know, the hell is going on with that? That's ridiculous. Um, tie that back in, um, which is how we feel about it. But yeah. we're aware of, the fact that there are those dumbasses out there. Um, but back to Michelle Bachman, um, she says of this museum among them. Wait, you're from Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, she's from Minnesota. Oh, she's totally got, different. She's from Iowa. Totally different. We still got Walker and Paul Ryan <laughs> in Wisconsin, which are two other douchebags. Right. But. but I do seem to recall, I brought an article about Sarah Palin and you criticized she's from Alaska. Me. Yeah, but I was saying, why does she talk with that stupid SNL type Chicago? And you're yeah. like, that's Fargo. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, is it Fargo. Okay, so obviously you know something I don't. Is all I'm saying. Sarah Palin's a little more Fargo. <laughs> She's not as Fargo as uh, Michelle Bachman's not as Fargo as Sarah Palin. So what is Michelle Bachman? She's uh, just in the middle, I think, a little bit. I think just in the middle. To... Okay, I'll do She's a been middle accent. A few times. Ready? I'll do a middle accent. Oh, uh, Middle Earth? What do I don't know what that even means. Take, take <laughs> my Middle accent. Earth, yeah. Take my accent. Do you think they know that. about second breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Just a few A's and your Y's are more. Enough. Okay, so Michelle Bachman says, among the most troubling. <laughs> Why is that Swedish? What is that? That okay. sounds like a fucking leprechaun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So among, among the most troubling. Better after okay. me lucky charms <laughs> and me marriage. <laughs> and me marriage. <laughs> and museums. Uh. Among the most troubling example in the museum's glowing review of the woman who embraced the eugenics movement in the United States, Margaret Sanger, the Minnesota Republican explained, she's an abortion trailblazer and she is founder of Planned Parenthood, which is the body which this body has sought to defund. So she's talking oh, about yeah, the, the Republicans. Yeah. I have friends that work for Planned Parenthood. I think they do a great job. Well, the thing, the thing that the, the Republicans... We'll be volunteering at Planned Parenthood coming up here very soon. Yeah, putting together their safe sex kits for the Pride Festival. Well, uh, I think the biggest thing that they don't realize is how small a percentage the abortions stuff actually is in the Planned Parenthood program. Yeah, 
you know, they, they, they see that as being their primary goal. And actually it's a really small percentage of, of all the healthcare that Planned Parenthood actually provides for. Well, and I would say one of, one of the primary goals of Planned Parenthood would be to end abortions. Yeah, I sure. Mean, not to outlaw them, but to make them as, as, as rare Unnecessary. as possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's part of why they provide condoms mm-hmm. for free and, and other types of birth control so that, you know, dumb kids who go out and have sex don't end up getting pregnant and then, you know, needing to have an abortion. Right. Because let's be honest, at the age of 16, you're a little embarrassed to buy condoms. Right. Yeah. But she goes on. Yet the museum glosses over Margaret Sanger's avid support for sterilization of women and abortion. That's, that's actually close. really good. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. pretty, that's, that's really good. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> now, now you guys stop me, so I'm not going to be able to. Oh, keep going. I was just like, oh, wow. Oh, we interrupted him. <laughs> that, there's no leprechaun on that one at all. <laughs> the elimination of chosen ethnic groups, particularly African-Americans and classes of people. Um, Africans and, um, African-Americans and classes of people? Yeah. That Particularly sounds, those. That, that seems racist. She says. Oh, yeah, extremely. Oh, what? Tea partiers? <laughs> tea partiers? Uh, I thought she had also said at one point that abortion was a way to get rid of minority populations. Mm, I don't have that one. Um, so I don't Saying actually that know. Abortion, the whole purpose of abortion was to get rid of minority populations? Because... Uh, African Americans use because, it more than anyone else. Yeah, so it's because, a way to get rid of African uh, Yeah, those those minorities, you know, they're they're the ones who have who are having all the abortions. Yeah. Oh, Michelle. Yeah. It's kind of funny too though because like globally, which is the only life we're aware of in the universe, white people are a huge minority, right? Like Well, if you <laughs> when you when you when you look at yeah, it on a global like, scale. Well, I'm just saying, I, I'm just Asia saying. And, yeah, sure. Yeah, when you yeah. throw the when you throw the entire world's population. Yeah, no, sure. I know. I I know what they're talking about, but it, but I'm just saying it, it just seems to me this is just a demonstration Whoa. of the tunnel vision that the the conservative right seems to I'll have. Say if you look at minorities on an evolutionary basis, we would be the last ones to ever we're the last yeah. skin tone yeah. to be evolved because right. we're That's right. Yeah, it seems it seems that it was you know, in Central of, Asia. Yeah. It seems that the bulk of conservative views are based on this myopic, microcosmic view of the world around them. You know, limited to myself and those dark people who live down the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, to be honest, I grew up in the Midwest. It's not very racially diverse. We had a lot of Hmong people that sure. lived there. Unlike Utah, right. yeah. Unlike right. Utah, <laughs> yes. Uh, Utah is even less <laughs> diverse. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad here. Wait, what part of Wisconsin are you from? I'm from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. No way. Yeah, it's got Oshkosh the world's... Bagash. Oshkosh Bagash. Oshkosh Truck, the Experimental Aircraft Association, which nobody knows about, but it's the world's largest air show. Oh, no, dude. Experimental Aircraft it's Association? all yeah, overalls. Well, look at you representing. Little baby overalls. That's all I, I think I of. See, now the thing is, is <laughs> they're now in China. Although the original Oshkosh Bagash factory was only about two miles from where I grew up. You could ride by at the old stone place. Sitting there with it on it. I remember going to the museum as a kid and seeing the exhibits for Oshkosh Bagash. And so it was like a major employer for your town. Uh, it was Oshkosh Truck was the major employer. Oh, okay. That sounds, I guess that's a little better. Oshkosh Bagash isn't in Oshkosh. Oh. It's in like China. Well, now. Well, now. It was, it was yeah, yeah. now. Okay. For the last maybe 30 right. years, it's been in China. <laughs> wow. Uh, huh. Yeah, me growing up in Wisconsin, I never saw. What the hell does that mean? Do you know what that means? What? Oshkosh Bagash. Oshkosh, big gosh. 
Well, well, it's what are you wearing? Well, it's Oshkosh. Bagosh. My gosh, it's Oshkosh. Is that really? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I, I could go through the history of how their their overalls became, but I, I don't yeah. think they want to hear me ramble for another hour. We're already at an hour and a half. Um. So this this article kind of concludes with um things that generally. Christians and conservatives don't like, which is fact-checking organizations and so forth. But they've repeatedly debunked the conservative myth that Planned Parenthood founder Margaret Sanger had created the organization as part of an African-American genocide plot, as you were saying. Yeah, through abortion. Um, Yeah, um, but again, we have Tea Party Christians defeated by their arch enemy, you know, facts and and fact-checking. Um, I didn't see so no they just facts. they just spit things out. Yeah, you know about it's uh, I abortion. Like did it? I think the Tea Party is a great example of. But you repeat something long enough, it becomes fact. Yeah, it's like I remember that quote too, but I don't know who said it. I don't know. There's a, there's <laughs> an awesome thing with the comedian. I can't remember if it was at Harvard or Yale, whichever university he was at, where he's going through the skit and he's taking things from history and he's showing you that's bullshit. This is what actually happened. But if you repeat it enough times, guess what? It becomes a fact. Yeah. Even though it's never actually happened. Yeah. Gets like, into the public conscious. Yeah. Like George Washington being a great war hero. And chopping down the cherry tree. Yeah. He, 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 won, he won three battles and lost like five. But and those three were really cool. Two. Two were really cool, I think. And w, WMD in Iraq. Well, there was, there was some WMD there, I think. I mean, those toilets stunk. <laughs> okay, some smelly. I was I was kind of curious where you're going to go with that. It's like, dude, I've got a guy. If we want to talk about 9/11 truthers and stuff, like oh, that. No, that would be that would be that would be WND weapons of nasal destruction. <laughs> yeah. All them, if you've never heard of a piss tube either, those things can get smelling pretty ripe. What is a piss tube? You just got tubes. You put your pecker up to it and just pee. You don't actually. Everybody just stands around and pees into a tube. So I've I've heard a where story. Where does the tube go? Into the ground, into a little pit with some gravel and some sand and stuff. And in the summer, it's 120 degrees out. That thing is going to smell pretty nasty. Oh, man. It's supposed to be sanitary, but... How is that supposed to be sanitary? They just tell you, they tell you a lie long enough. What's the Ryan, diameter and, of the tube? Oh, it's just like a normal, like, yeah, you're putting your dick to it. Like you, Tubes we had weren't big enough to stick anything inside of. I don't think you'd want to. You'd probably get some so, other guy's weird BD, but... <laughs> just sounds fucking oh, awful, no, man. No privacy. You got about six or seven tubes, white PVC tubes going into the ground. All right. This podcast has taken an yeah, awfully yeah. <laughs> sour military turn. Uh, <laughs> um, did you have something? Well, I forgot most of my notes at home, uh, but I think uh, next week I'm going to be very prepared, and I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. There's no threatening now. We're gonna bring out. <laughs> You're gonna do. We're gonna do. It. It's American. gonna happen. I think until it happens, it's still just a hey. threat. <laughs> it's no longer an idle threat. Next week. <laughs> oh, it's not an idle threat. Okay. I'm gonna be talking about how the American Constitution has nothing to do with Judeo-Christian values. That sounds like a topic that will be very fascinating. I hope so. Usually, people say I'm boring because I I, I I watch a lot of History Channel. I read read a lot of history stuff. So like ancient aliens and stuff. No, that's all the not historical his- things. Search for Bigfoot. Uh, no, like uh, ghost like, hunters, crop circles, <laughs> chemtrails. Right. History Channel used to be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, um, I'm not saying that I don't believe you. I'm just saying I don't. I've never encountered that. So well, I, most people, I'll spend 
I'll spend a, a week researching it yeah. too and stuff. But yeah, I, and if you at home want to look it up, so we know we're talking about it a little bit, if you've never even heard of it, it's called the Iroquois Confederation. You said a different. I probably word. won't research. Oh, uh, the of first that. time I said it, I said the Inqua, which the is Inqua. actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's South American. It was totally wrong when I said it. Oh, okay, I think okay. it off the top of my right. head. Okay. But it's the Iroquois right. Confederation, the Iroquois. seven nations of Native Americans. How did you know what the Inqua was? Because I. Who watches the History Channel? Yeah. Oh, the yeah, the <laughs> right. ancient, did you Duh. See that? ancient aliens built an airstrip oh, the, there. Yeah, in Nazca, Peru, yeah. and Puma Punku. What? I don't, well, we don't and know. Punku. I, th- I think we lost <laughs> our audience <laughs> by this point. <laughs> but I'm going to review this so that I yeah. know how to do a good leprechaun accent next okay. time. I when I try to do uh, Michelle Bachman. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say I don't know if the Native Americans really had leprechauns or not, but everybody has leprechauns. True. All right. <laughs> Sure. I'm Matt. Are you not going to do your sign-off? What's my sign-off? Well, last week we were, you were, was it Pastor Matt? Oh, yeah, but that, we were, uh, that was a, wasn't that a special thing I, we were talking I about? I don't know. I just think oh. you're going to do something else. You sure. Need. We were just going to make up something on top of it. Um, I am um, Millennium Falcon Commander Matt. That sounds way cooler than anything I could come up with. Uh, me either. Go ahead, Ryan. I'm waiting. Uh, Dude, there's so many cool things I just led you guys to. I'm the Death Star Commander, Ryan Duffy. There we go. Exactly. Uh, um, <laughs> I like the Star Wars, and I'm Dan. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. All right, see you next week. Bye. Good night. <laughs>